Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine, uh, the second hour of Intelligent Medicine this weekend, and we're going to try to get to all the stories that we didn't get to in hour one, plus your phone calls, 877-726-8255, and uh, we promised to talk about uh, the effects of diet soda for weight loss. Uh, turns out, uh, well, it's not all it's cracked up to be. And we'll talk about uh, exercise, we'll talk about uh, iron deficiency and the heart, Lots more to cover this hour, plus, of course, yeah, the ongoing concerns about COVID. But uh, let's start with this one. Um, I treat a lot of patients for osteoporosis. Uh, they come to me for a second opinion. Do they need drugs or the drugs haven't worked or the drugs have had unacceptable side effects and they're looking for uh, natural solutions? Uh, and some people come to me and complain that uh, they've tried exercise, and exercise hasn't helped their bone density. Uh, they have not seen an improvement in their bone density, even though uh, they've engaged in strength training and weight-bearing exercise. And so here's a study that uh, clarifies what that's all about. Uh, exercise does not so much improve bone density as measured by a DEXA scan. That's the common way that we gauge progress or lack thereof in terms of osteoporosis. We can see bone loss on a DEXA, and it's based on a measurement of the density of bone, how much bone is there, how porous the bone is, whether a lot of bone has eroded due to bone loss. But what it doesn't do, and this is one of the drawbacks of the DEXA, is you can show me Two people with identical DEXAs, perhaps it shows uh, advanced osteopenia, just on the borderline of osteoporosis. Maybe, for example, uh, a minus 2.3 in two different women. And one woman has a relatively high risk of a fracture, and the other woman has negligible risk of a fracture. And why is that? The reason is that the structure of their bone, the lattice work, uh, which is kind of like, from an engineering standpoint, uh, the way that they build uh, gossamer structures like the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower, for all, of, for all its appearance, uh, is a flimsy structure. 
but it is a lattice work that is perfectly engineered for load bearing. And that's the way bone works. Bone is actually porous and it's not solid like a piece of chalk, which is dense, but brittle. You can snap a piece of chalk in two very easily. Uh, it's the structural integrity of the bone that's important. So they did a study and they looked at uh, three different groups. Uh, who received the following treatments, uh, either uh, a load-bearing and resistance exercise program plus calcium and vitamin D supplements, a, uh, a treatment with um, Actinel, which is a popular oral osteoporosis medication. It's a bisphosphonate, so it's one of the first-line therapies plus calcium and vitamin D. And the third group was a control group. They just got calcium and vitamin D. And what they found is that, yeah, uh, actinil significantly increased bone mineral density of the spine. That's what it does. And it also reduced bone turnover uh, as opposed to the people who just got either exercise plus calcium and vitamin D or just calcium and vitamin D without the exercise. However... The results also showed that, importantly, in postmenopausal women, exercise appears to improve strength at the hip through changes in structure, but not bone mineral density. So the, you know, they made progress, but you couldn't spot it by using a DEXA. They had to use more sophisticated scanning techniques, which I hope come into popular use in future years, because a more accurate assessment of your risk of fracture would not be simply bone density but a way to assess whether you have good bone structure. So the bottom line is bone health is about more than just bone mineral density. And um, so, yeah, uh, exercise changes bone structure, they say, which improves bone strength. And so when it comes to osteoporosis, we need an all-of-the-above approach, as with most other conditions. 877-726-8255, our number. And since we're talking about uh, immunity so much, I want to give you a tip. There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. Here's an innovative natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals. It's created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. It's elderberry with zinc and echinacea. Future Farm's elderberry with zinc and echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation. And zinc activates T lymphocytes, those crucial protective T cells. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. More information and to order, call 888-841-7216. 888-841-7216 or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Note the spelling. It's myfuture, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, elderberry with zinc and echinaceas, all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And now, Al, 877-726-8255, our number. We have a recorded call. Can we hear it? Hi, Dr. Hoffman. Wondering if you could give some practical advice about operating in the healthcare realm. These days, you know, as a patient, everything 
is so specialized. It's one doctor for this and one doctor for that and another doctor for that. And as an older person, I end up feeling like nobody really knows my history. It's supposed to be primary care, but they just seem so limited. They want to look at blood work. They want to take your temperature, whatever. It would be really great if insurance took doctors like you. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Yeah, you know, this is uh, an important question, and I think it's worthy of a book. In fact, I wrote that book back around uh, 2010. Uh, it's How to Talk to Your Doctor About Complementary and Alternative Medicine. It argues for uh, a type of primary care uh, which involves kind of a gatekeeper uh, who will look at all aspects of your health, which is something I seek to do when I see patients, uh, but also takes a, a lifestyle approach and also uh, allows for the introduction of natural therapies at the same time that uh, the gatekeeper is aware that sometimes you need a specialist. I mean, you got a heart problem, you know, you got a severe orthopedic problem, you got to refer out. But these days, uh, medicine is, uh, is really upside down is the in terms of the rewards for going into a specific specialty uh, primary care doctors make the least money they have to see the most patients uh, they have to accept uh, insurance that limits the amount of reimbursement they get per patient and it's the specialists who are really cleaning up so uh, the primary care doctors don't get no respect and, you know, it really is an act of dedication these days to become a primary care doctor, to be a family practitioner uh, or to be, uh, say, a geriatrician. And I think the job of a geriatrician is actually to protect patients from the ravages of too aggressive care. You know, is to be kind of a, you know, somebody says, well, you need the surgery. And then you go to your geriatrician. And the geriatrician says, well, you know, at your age, maybe there's some other solutions, maybe less invasive ways. And the payoff of that uh, surgery or the use of that medication or chemotherapy uh, may not be that great for you. So, uh, yeah, the specialist is gung-ho, but I'm going to be your advocate. So I agree with your perspective on that. Uh, we really need to change medical economics and the incentives that are there for good talented medical students and you know health professionals to get into primary care and um, kind of change the dynamics because it really is geared towards fragmentation is you know the gi doctor will see you from the gi standpoint and the neurologist will see you from the neurology standpoint and uh, doctors these days refer at the drop of the hat. They go, oh, you need thyroid medication? Oh, you need to see an endocrinologist. Or, oh, oh you need, uh, you know, to be on uh, some uh, medication for uh, Lyme disease. Oh, you need to see an infectious disease. Okay, you know, uh, that's to the good because these doctors are well studied in their areas of expertise. But it just means that um, as a primary care doctor, uh, you just basically a gatekeeper to refer out. To a lot of other doctors and people can spend you know, their whole social lives revolve around oh, I'm seeing this doctor this week and this doctor the other week and the next doctor the other week and that ends up being uh, the life of being a senior in America 877-726-8255 our number I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman and this is Intelligent Medicine
Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1. Zobria. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to Z-O-B-R-I-A.com. That's Zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 if you want to join the conversation. And uh, uh, I used to uh, sit down with the late Dr. Robert Atkins, whose program I really admired because it was very effective at helping people lose weight and uh, reduce their blood sugars and even improve their cardiovascular profiles. And he was really uh, uh, an iconoclast. He was a rebel. He stepped away from the paradigm. He was much maligned, but uh, he really had it on the ball when it came to sticking to his guns about a low-carb diet. But one thing that um, I disagreed with him on was his allowance for artificial sweeteners. He, he was against NutraSweet and saccharin. He knew those were toxic, but he allowed his patients to consume Splenda because, you know, got to have a treat. He said absolutely no sugar. He was adamant about that. But when it came to Splenda, uh, which is also uh, called uh, sucralose, uh, he said it was okay. So it was okay to use. And I said, no, I don't think so. But, you know, at that point, uh, data had not emerged about uh, the potentially harmful effects of sucralose. Uh, but uh, a new study confirms that diet soda and food sweetened with sucralose uh, it could be a problem. Uh, the new research shows that these things can leave people with increased food cravings. And what happens is, okay, you don't get any sugar, but you get sucralose, but your brain is stimulated, and at the next meal, you're going to eat more because it kind of piques your appetite for sugar and carbohydrates. 
So there, they say that people with obesity disproportionately suffer from a strong drive to eat high-calorie foods. And so they measure the response to diet soda in three ways. They looked at functional MRI brain images. They, see if, they went to see if the brain lit up, just like when people consume sugar. And it turns out that the brain did light up with sucralose. And um, they uh, you know, also looked at the food intake and subsequent food cravings. Uh, the quote here in an article by NPR, you're supposed to get sugar after something that tastes sweet. Your body has been conditioned to that, but diet soda may lead to a disconnect. The sugar never arrives, and this may blunt the body's anticipatory responses and throw off the ability to efficiently metabolize sugar that's consumed later. One other factor that they don't measure, they didn't measure and didn't take into account, is the possibility that sucralose damages the microbiome, the bacteria that are present in your intestine. And that may be a factor when it comes to metabolism and insulin resistance. So, uh, there, I mean, there's no getting around it. You know, you're looking for ways to satisfy your sweet craving, but to the extent you take artificial sweeteners, even natural artificial sweeteners, uh, you're going to stimulate your brain, and in a never-ending cycle, you're going to continue to crave carbs. 877-726-8255, our number. Um, a study from China, very simple study. They gave vitamin C supplementation, 500 milligrams twice daily, to young, healthy adults. And here's what they found. It's quite remarkable. Uh, they found that vitamin C supplementation promotes mental vitality. Uh, the um, individuals who took the vitamin C uh, had reduced fatigue, better attention spans, better work engagement, better self-control, and reduced scores for stress, depression, and anxiety. So we don't tend to think of vitamin C as being a, a powerful agent working on the brain, but it makes sense because the brain uh, requires antioxidants, and vitamin C uh, may be a problem, especially in people who get inadequate vitamin C. Remember, these were Chinese subjects. Maybe they get hardly any vitamin C in their diet, so adding some vitamin C made a difference. Their conclusion, inadequate vitamin C status is related to a low level of mental vitality. So it being China, uh, they're probably going to try to improve productivity across a nation of 1.3 billion people by giving them a cheap and available supplement, 500 milligrams of vitamin C twice daily <laughs> in their effort to, uh, to become the world's preeminent country. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels, since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotics 
probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online. Mom, can I have some spray? Sure, honey. Thanks, Mom. You know what that is? That's the sound of my child thanking me for giving her something that's actually good for her teeth. Spry Gum is part of the Spry Dental Defense System, a complete line of oral care products made with 100% xylitol, the all-natural sweetener with proven dental benefits. So when we're at home, my whole family uses Spry toothpaste and mouthwash to help strengthen our teeth and reduce the risk of tooth decay. And when we're on the go, I just throw some Spry Gum and mince right into my bag. My kids love it, and I love that it's all natural. No sugar, no aspartame, or any other chemicals. Just think of that. I reward my kids for taking care of their teeth at home by giving them gum and mints on the go that are good for their teeth. Visit SpryDental.com or ask for Spry by name at your local health food store. You can also ask your dentist about Spry and make sure your mouth is receiving all the benefits of 100% xylitol products. At Vitamin Shop, Sprouts, Kroger, and most natural product retailers. Find a retailer near you at clear.com. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, our number 877-726-8255. And a reminder, if you uh, can't manage to call during the program, or perhaps you're a little gun-shy about appearing before our millions of listeners, well, perhaps not millions, but quite a few, you can call 877-726-8255 and record a question, as did this individual. Let's hear it. Dr. Hoffman, I'm suffering from severe diarrhea. Can you recommend something that I can take. Uh, I've been having this for about a year. My age is 87. Please give me an answer. Thank you, doctor. Okay. Well, you know, diarrhea is a complex problem. And uh, if you've been having diarrhea for a year and you haven't seen a physician, which I, you know, perhaps you have, perhaps you haven't, I can't tell from the call. Uh, it's a mistake because it can be a sign of condition, because sign of uh, infection, it can be a sign of inflammation as an ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease. Uh, it can be diet related, related to a food intolerance. Uh, it can be related to a lack of pancreatic enzymes. It can be related to a lot of things. And so uh, we want to find out a little bit of what tests have revealed. When you have diarrhea for such a long time, you need a stool test, and that test can tell us if there's some bacteria, can tell us if there's blood or white blood cells reflecting inflammation. There are markers of inflammation that can be found in stool. You can also see if there's uh, certain harmful bacteria or even parasites in the stool. Uh, and a host of things can be learned from a stool analysis. And then sometimes you take a look up there, and you do... Uh, a colonoscopy, and you can see if there's inflammation. And if there's inflammation, then you have to address the cause of the inflammation. So when it comes to symptomatic relief from diarrhea, you know, simple diarrhea, you know, perhaps this is not going to fit that bill because it's been going on for so long. Maybe you've tried a lot of things. Uh, you need to look out for certain things, you know, certain things that can provoke diarrhea, such as too high a fiber diet. A lot of people are on a fiber craze, and they consume lots of fiber virtuously because they know it's good for them, but doesn't suit them when they have gastrointestinal problems. They have something called IBSD. Another problem is uh, what are called FODMAP foods. 
And you can determine if you have something called SIBO, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, with a breath test. And then we put people on a low FODMAP diet. Sometimes we give them medications or we give them natural, non-pharmaceutical herbal treatments and certain probiotics. And it treats their SIBO, the bacterial overgrowth, can cause you to have a lot of gas, bloating, and more usually IBSD, irritable bowel syndrome with diarrhea predominance rather than IBSC, where constipation is the big problem. Um, and when it comes to simple remedies, uh, there is a product, and we've talked about it in this program, they were a sponsor. Uh, it's called Banatrol, and it's an extract of banana uh, that is uh, a potent anti-diarrheal. You can try that. Uh, also, when, especially when kids have a little diarrhea, we put them on what's called the BRAT diet. Bananas, rice, applesauce, and tea, all those things are relatively constipating. Not good to take if you're constipated, but if you got diarrhea, sometimes a BRAT diet will resolve it. But the Banatrol product concentrates whatever it is in bananas that have a constipating effect and can reverse uh, urgency. So there you have it. Without context, I can't really, I can give you these options, but I can't really drill down and give you the precise solution to your situation. 877-726-8255, our number. Here's a precise solution for a common problem, which is lack of energy. It's about the mitochondria. Here's the only nutritional formula clinically proven to repair and restore the mitochondria and improve your body's natural energy production. It's NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics. Clinical trials have shown that NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half. And it also has anti-aging effects. NT Factor is available in a variety of formulations tailored to your specific needs, full-spectrum vitamin and mineral formulas, immune support formulas, targeted nutrition. And there's pure NT Factor that you can add to whatever supplement regimen you're already taking. I've been using NT Factor for years and prescribed it for my patients. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. You can find the NT Factor line of nutritional formulas at your favorite health food store or online retailer. Or to order direct, call 800-982-9158. 800-982-9158. There were some supply chain problems with some of the products, but I hear that uh, they're back. Go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, iron when it comes to the heart. And this uh, new study is a revelation to me. It's really going to change my thinking about iron because I thought iron really was a bad guy when it came to the heart. Uh, too much iron in conditions like hemochromatosis, these iron overload conditions, which are genetic, by the way. There's actually, you can do genetic testing and see if people have the gene which causes them to hold on to iron. Uh, they have high iron levels and they have high ferritin levels. And iron rusts. Iron can be a pro-oxidant. And when you have too high levels of iron, it can be damaging to many parts of your body. People with hemochromatosis develop liver problems. They have accelerated brain problems. And in particular, they have accelerated heart problems. And so too much iron is a problem. In fact, one theory about why women are less prone to heart disease than men is because women menstruate and have childbirth. And those conditions reduce iron. Iron deficiency far more common in women than in men, at least until the age of menopause, 
when women start to catch up. And that's where, yeah, we start seeing women with cardiovascular disease, but rarely before the age of menopause. It was thought that iron, too much iron, was what caused men to be more prone to heart disease than women. Well, not so fast, because as with many things, there is what's called a Goldilocks effect with iron. Remember the story of Goldilocks? The porridge was too hot, too cold, and she ate the porridge that was just right. The chair was too big, too small, and she sat in a chair that was just right. Somewhere in the middle. So check this story out. Iron deficiency, iron deficiency, not excess, in middle age is linked with a higher risk of developing heart disease. Good study out of Germany. Uh, the uh, This is, is a study that suggests that individuals in Europe, average age 59 years of age, 55% were women, and they were classified according to two definitions, either iron deficiency, which includes stored iron, ferritin, or functional iron deficiency, which includes iron in storage and iron in circulation. That's a little worse. Uh, Iron deficiency, uh, the usual ways of determining iron deficiency, this gets a little technical, but a lot of doctors don't check ferritin. And what uh, ferritin reveals is often a an iron deficiency that is not shown in normal blood tests. Yeah, you can check for iron, but you really need to use ferritin as a way to see if you have too much or too little iron. So... They found, incredibly, 60% of participants had iron deficiency. Uh, 64%, if you use more sensitive measures, more women than men had iron deficiency, but a considerable percentage of men had iron deficiency. And they found that uh, iron deficiency was associated with a 24% higher risk of coronary heart disease, 26% risk of dying of heart disease, and a 12% increased risk of dying of anything compared to no iron deficiency. So, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, and they compared these people in terms of age, sex, smoking status, cholesterol, blood pressure, diabetes, body mass, uh, inflammation. Um, they still found that iron was a significant predictor of risk when it was low for heart disease, and for overall risk of dying. So, the study points out two things. First of all, iron deficiency was highly prevalent in this middle-aged population. You wouldn't suspect it. Nearly two-thirds had what's called functional iron deficiency. But moreover, these folks are more likely to develop heart disease and are also more likely to die during the next 13 years. So, wow, wow, wow. Got to take a look at uh, iron. Uh, Here's a weird thing that happens. Some, you know, they talk about vaccine side effects, and some people are developing myocarditis, and some people are developing blood clots, but kind of rarely. Here's a side effect that is, well, it's an avoidable side effect of vaccines. It's called Serva. Serva stands for Shoulder Injury Related to Vaccine Administration, abbreviated Serva. And it's been documented long before COVID-19 vaccination. Most frequently reported after influenza vaccination, but it could occur with any kind of vaccination. It's when they go too deep. Let's say you don't have a lot of muscle. I got a decent deltoid muscle. 
um, where if I were to get a shot, they'd be able to find a place that doesn't shoot it directly into my shoulder joint. But in people who are skinny or with people who don't know how to give a shot, they can shoot the vaccine right into your shoulder joint. Almost like, you know, when you have a steroid injection, they want to shoot it into the joint so the steroid calms down the inflammation. Well, if you put a vaccine, an irritating substance into the shoulder joint, watch out because that can be exquisitely painful and can result in permanent damage. And it's a rare side effect, but man, you got to be careful because so many vaccines are being administered that they're mobilizing perhaps less than fully properly trained people to vaccinate. They cite the case of a New York City-based veterinarian who said that the nurse who gave her a shot, her COVID shot, lodged the shot, quote, extraordinarily high into her left shoulder, hitting the bursa rather than the deltoid muscle. Notice she felt a crunch when the needle went in. And the nurse kind of got resistance, and then she kind of rushed the needle around into the joint space and pushed the plunger. Well, all that vaccine material went into the joint. And this poor veterinarian, she says she can still do her job, but it can be painful lifting animals during surgery, for instance. Sometimes it even hurts while driving. She says, I just can't move my arm in certain motions. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's not so much about the peculiar characteristics of the vaccine. It could be any vaccine. Uh, it's trauma and irritation to the shoulder bursa and, you know, it's natural after a vaccine to feel like you've been punched in the arm. It's going to be sore. You can apply some ice or maybe take some Tylenol. That's that's normal. But if you have exquisite pain in your shoulder and you can't move your arm, uh, maybe you need an MRI to see if the joint is inflamed from uh, an accidental puncture of your bursa. It's called serva. Uh a constellation of shoulder pain and reduced range of motion that occurs within 48 hours of vaccination and does not resolve as it should within one week. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. 877-726-8255, our number for Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. 
Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, our number 877-726-8255 today and 24-7, 365. You can record a question, but we've got a live caller, Tom in Wisconsin. How are you doing? Okay. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I called uh, on Monday. I'm scheduled to have uh, a colonoscopy, and uh, I'm trying to find out is it okay to take indomethacin a couple of days before that? Okay, good question. And uh, so you try to call the doctor's office, and it's like mm, no answer. You know, if this is an emergency, go to the emergency room, kind of thing. Uh, yep, yeah, and I've been to the nurse helpline. I called at eight thirty this morning. It's over four hours, and always called me back. Yeah. Nobody gave you uh, paper so, instructions on that? You know, when you get a colonoscopy, you know, there's a consent form, and then there's, like, paper instructions. Got, do this, do that. I, you know, yep. take you have to take a certain thing to clean yourself out, and then there's some instructions there, usually. I have all I had all that stuff. The nurse called me on Wednesday, asked all the medications I took, and I gave him a list. But at that time, I wasn't. I take this in the medicine for uh, flare-ups from, like, pseudo-gout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that can come on just sleeping overnight, wake up the next day, and you, and you get pain in a joint. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, so let, 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 me, yeah, let me give you the 411 on that. Uh, when you get a colonoscopy, you're supposed to refrain from what are called NSAIDs. These are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs and aspirin for about a week before the colonoscopy, because why, uh, in a, with a colonoscopy, a couple things can happen. One, you know, you can, the, uh, the endoscope can damage your intestinal wall and bleeding can occur, or more commonly, that's a rear complication, but more commonly, they may find a polyp and try and snip it out. And then it's supposed to stop bleeding, but you've been on a blood thinner, uh, and then it's going to keep bleeding. And you may lose considerable amounts of blood. I mean, you can actually have a very, very severe gastrointestinal bleed from, you know, even without a colonoscopy by taking too many non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, particularly indomethacin. That's one of the worst in terms of causing gastrointestinal bleeding. So don't take it uh, before your procedure for about a week. You say you're having it on Monday, so don't take it in the next few days. And um, then, you know, the question is like, what do you do afterwards? When can you start taking the endomethacin? Well, if you if they didn't take out a polyp, if they just took a look-see and they found no polyps and uh, they were done with it, uh, you can begin a day after the colonoscopy because by then, you know, you're pretty likely going to discover whether there's uh, you're suffering bleeding from trauma after the colonoscopy and not from the polyp removal. If they take the polyp out, you may want to wait a few uh, a polyps, a singular or plural, you may want to wait a few more days before taking something that could have a blood thinning effect. So uh, I think that's the correct routine when it comes to 
uh, pre-prepping for colonoscopy. No NSAIDs, no aspirin. Uh, take it easy on those things. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's disappointing to hear, but because uh, I, I might have to make a choice then just to cancel out the colonoscopy. Uh, yeah, I mean, if the pain yeah, is too if, great, if, you know, it's just so uh, normally I could take it maybe two doses and I'm back. I'm doing good. But, yeah. But uh, but I don't know if I can wait till Monday either. I mean, that's the other flip side. Of well, it. you can you can take it and you know ask them if they would make an exception for you. But I think the official rule is don't take NSAIDs. You know, nobody's going to answer you over the weekend, so <laughs> wait till Monday. Thanks for your call. All right, uh, this item, and you can read more at our website, drhoffman.com. It's one of the articles that I wrote for our newsletter. It's about pregnenolone for brain and pain. Pregnenolone is considered the mother hormone. It is a precursor to many of the other natural steroid hormones like uh, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHA, cortisol, and the mineralocorticoids. But it has effects in and of itself. It is a neurosteroid, and therefore, it can work on pain, and it can work on the brain. So symptoms of low pregnenolone, and it can be measured, you can measure levels to your doctor, poor memory, declining concentration and attention, fatigue, dry skin, joint and muscle pain, decreased sex drive. In recent studies, pregnenolone was beneficial for depression, it was de- beneficial for low back pain in a study done at uh, Chapel Hill, uh, the uh, VA hospital in North Carolina. And uh, even women who suffer from menstrual migraines were found to have low levels of pregnenolone. Uh, it's been investigated as a potential treatment for neuroinflammatory disorders like multiple sclerosis. So pregnenolone, interesting, available over the counter. And uh, should be used under a doctor's guidance. It's got great potential for your brain and for pain. Well, thanks for joining us. Check out our website at drhoffman.com for more information like this. Follow us on social media, Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to our newsletter. Download our podcasts. Have yourselves a great weekend. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman.